0: It's Carcon Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Carcon Carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van Aosta a fine rendition and it is Carcon carne we're, we're live now he's going to regret that uh Cone carne on a friday night i hope you all had uh, a fantastic relaxing healthy and safe thanksgiving and here we are heading into the weekend black friday and Carcon carne is presented by our friends at siren records in mchenry the location there 3902 main street in mchenry uh, besides vinyl and records and cassettes and everything you'd expect at the record store they sell components stereo components vintage components i basically pieced together a brand new stereo system i've been dying to get a new cassette deck and a, a cd player and a, a receiver actually an amplifier in this case and great speakers i went there i explained to bill there what exactly what i needed for my home stereo totally steered me in the right direction i'll probably end up back there again this weekend to see if i can scoop up anything left over from record store day to day siren records mchenry i love that place 3902 main street in mchenry chain of lakes i think so uh anyway my guest tonight he is a local artist and by artist i mean a painter he is george zach uh he is actually sitting in front of much of his work which we're going to be going through scrolling through tonight in the video recording of this uh george happy friday happy belated thanksgiving
1: happy thanksgiving to you congratulations on your 500th and something episode at this point huh yeah well it's as of a- tomorrow
0: it, okay, it is my birthday tomorrow. It's so weird. Social media is weird. I, I'm not one to normally draw attention to my birthday. I I, I I'm. A, I came up in the 90s where everyone is kind of self-effacing and modest and you don't talk much about yourself. I never really draw attention to it. Uh, but the weird thing is, because of social media, people know my birthday. Is that how you knew it?
1: Yeah, I, um, you know. Research coming on the show, and, uh, you know, I love your show. I've been listening to uh, your podcast for a long time. Uh, we met at a concert years ago and stuff, and I always kind of, you know, like the way you do things. So, you know, I'm coming on your podcast, so I might as well look up and see what I can know. So we have uh, not only talking points, but I was trying to find details about you so I can make your pain. Okay. So
0: we'll get to that. You, you painted an original piece, which we're going to show off, which I just absolutely love. And we'll show that in a second. But what I was going to say was social media makes birthdays so weird. I've been getting birthday messages all day. Hey, JVO, happy birthday, birthday. Congratulations. Happy black Friday birthday. And I'm like, Facebook's listening to us all the time, (laughs) all the time. But of course, today's not my birthday. And it's weird. Like I'm grateful and you don't want to say hey t- today's not my birthday tomorrow is cuz that makes you seem like seem like an ingrate or or weird so i've just been politely thanking people for their birthday wishes today <laughs> I, I don't know how that happened but um, i get, i guess i get to enjoy two birthdays
1: well yeah, um, i mean most of us nowadays do a birthday week or a birthday month so
0: <laughs> i feel like that's something like 22 year olds do i feel like someone my age yeah. y- you can't pull that shit when you're <laughs> when you're let's just say a decade or so more than 22 years old so we're going to talk about your painting we're going to talk about what led you down this road but you mentioned it let's just show it first and foremost you made a painting for me in in your in your lair which okay. are you in, are you is your workshop the garage uh
1: yes it's my uh studio you know um, there's not a lot of space in chicago and rents are a premium so You know during this COVID stuff I locked myself in garage and started creating and made a workshop for framing and
0: I love it I love it so I'm going to show off what you have given me it's a little heavy it's actually lighter than it looks
1: be careful don't cut yourself it's rusty I I actually should have made you sign a waiver
0: yeah so you gave me the tetanus painting which I appreciate (laughs) Tetanus painting James Van Tetanus (laughs) so I'll move it over this way uh you said this is the mic check engine. Yeah, Th- mic check the engine. I figured so,
1: that I could come up with. You know, uh, you do your podcast in the car, and during COVID, you've been calling it COVID Concarni, and, and I I figured a little homage that you might miss it, so I gave you a little check engine light and,
0: you know, uh, your microphone, so. I absolutely love it. I, I I love the concept. I love the way you, you colored this and you framed it. You've got this, here's where I'm going to get tetanus right there.
1: Um, yeah, that, and I, I, uh, made fake bullet holes in it because this is Chicago.
0: In fact. Oh, there you go. Carrying the concept. But you, you made this frame, obviously you, you, yeah.
1: I hand make all my frames. Uh, I have a help, uh, good friends of mine, uh, Raphael and Brad help. And, uh, you know my fiance's input on things and um, all the people in my life that kind of like uh, you know help give their their little critiques and whatever and and uh, you know it's one of those things where framing is very expensive it's very sure. expensive
0: absolutely you
1: give somebody you know your artwork and you tell them your idea and they charge you 400 dollars at michael to frame a painting there's still their input in it. And I want mine and my friends and my family's input on it because, you know, as I'm a painter or, you know, I've been a chef for many years, but I, I don't, I'm not a painter because it, it's painting, but it's framing. It's uh, everything that goes into it. Some of the stuff I do, this blank, blanking one, the, this one's called a uh, uh, construction season in Chicago. So, so it's not, you know, is it a painting? Not really. You
0: know, well, and then you're spoiling things because we're going to get to a better yeah, shot of that. Gotcha, gotcha. Don't don't get ahead of yourself. But I love I, I love this painting. I love very thoughtful. Obviously, you came up with a concept and you really uh, leaned into it. I, I just I think it's fantastic. And thank you, I appreciate that. It, it. It'll be on my wall you, next. You time were, I want I, to have uh,
1: You were kind of taken back when I gave it to you, and and that's like the best feeling in the world. You know, whether you're a chef or a painter, when you give or make something from yourself to somebody else and they appreciate it that much you know it, it's uh, it's one of those things where you're just like that's why you do it you
0: know? anytime you give something, someone something that's handmade well, it, it just, like it. it's this so much more meaningful
1: time, this is the first time that I'm ever kind of getting into the art game um, I must have made two three hundred paintings in my life or pieces of art and I've given them all away you know uh, all, when friends or family are over and they're like wow I really like that and I'm like take it you know take it so uh, but during the you know during covid and everything like that and you know the restaurant industry is dying it's hurting well let's talk about
0: what what led you here so you i mean you've been a chef you've been a restaurateur you've been in the service industry for ages uh paint a picture here locally where have you worked
1: um I worked at Lou Mitchell's uh I ran Justin's um I worked in the suburbs and ran um like North Beach and Downers Grove and you know just kind of a, a little Wrigleyville and and kind of uh all over um and then uh I worked catering for a long time in what are. um what our, uh, you know, shtick was, was photo shoots. So we did, you know, crate and barrel and stuff like that. Well, now there's no gatherings of that going on. So it's kind of, I needed a creative outlet and I needed a financial one.
0: Yeah. Know? Oh, I totally get it. And this is a theme I keep coming back to with this podcast is how to navigate around the the
1: world, the whole world. I mean, we're talking about industry and podcasts, you know, the whole world has shifted and and we kind of all don't know what it's going to look like on the other side of this slide, you know.
0: True, and when you talked about me doing my podcast in my car, I swear to God that feels like years ago. Yeah. Now that I'm Listen, this I, deep
1: paintings, we're go we're gonna go to Gina and Jude's and we're gonna do the car podcast. So.
0: <laughs> Perfect, but it it seems like another lifetime ago. I, I've been doing this every night. From okay, home, eight
1: months now, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's insane. No
1: plan in place, so there's no, you know, nobody has the answer. So we're just kind of feel around in the dark and uh, move forward and put on our masks and you know, podcast from your house and paint paintings in my garage.
0: <laughs> That's it, and I, I love it. I love finding that creative spark and figuring out a way to massage it and and move it further down the road. Uh, I'm mixing metaphors again. It's something I do, and I'm sorry. That said, here you are. You've been wood shedding away in your garage. I want to show off uh, some of what you've been doing. So for that, I'm going to share the screen. Apologies to people who are listening to this in its true podcast form after the fact because you're missing the visual element. I'll <laughs> do my best to describe what we're seeing, but you might be missing some of it, in well, which case, low,
1: low tone.
0: there you go. Uh you can always watch on YouTube after the fact or of course Facebook after the fact. So let's start here. Uh one pill makes you larger, one pill makes you small. Uh what are we looking at here?
1: Well, um so um my fiance is a petite woman and I'm a man of carriage, <laughs> you could say. <laughs> a man of carriage. <laughs> and uh uh we kind of sweetly started referring to each other as the bunny and the bear and I wanted to make her a rabbit so I took this particle board that I had like we were waiting on canvas to come from uh Amazon or whatever so I took this particle board as you as that's you know my garage is built of and it was a piece Mm -hmm. of scrap and I had to kind of seal it and repaint all the particle back on top and then it was one of those things where I just messed around for five, six, seven hours, and everybody. I thought that one would not get a great reception, and everybody seems to absolutely adore that one, including my fiance.
0: <laughs> I think it's fantastic as well. Uh, John Bauman on the Facebook Live.
1: Little John, uh, fat kiss. Uh,
0: re- <laughs> referring to you, saying he can cook. So you're <laughs> your cooking legacy. Okay, and Little
1: John, he does his uh, smokehouse at. Uh, live wire and you know liars club etc so
0: right, go next eat some up, a
1: little john's barbecue next <laughs> up i i
0: love this
1: bring up this one
0: <laughs> so and i should for people listening I, i've got to remind myself to do this uh we well you kind of described it the rabbit on particle board now this is a spiky high heel with spikes in the back of the shoe on top of the foot and the heel is driving itself directly into the heart of a voodoo doll, a voodoo doll of a, uh, of a man holding a heart in one hand, a flower in the other. looks like there's blood coming out from his heart. Uh, It's very pop art looking Uh, the frame of it. What what is the frame?
1: The frame is, so the name of the painting is friend zone, (laughs) um, which is kind of like a, a stab in the heart to, you know, everybody's been friend zoned at, at least once in their life, and uh, you know, um, putting the, kind of the stripper heel on there, and the you know, they don't really like us. Um, the frame is black leather cushioning; it, it, it's soft and it looks like you know a couch you'd find in a strip club.
0: And that would explain the fifty dollar bill dangling from it.
1: Yeah. That Which was may- a last minute addition, and uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Which may or may not come with the finished painting if you choose to buy it uh, from George. But I, I love this—the I, I, colors. I mean, the shoe is a very gaudy, bright magenta, purplish, <laughs> glittery. Uh, but I, I think the the thing that really sells it for me is that voodoo doll that 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 effigy of a of a man with the sewn up mouth and the button eye. I, I love that
1: because he's been beat up, you know, as we all have in the world and. Everybody in the world has had some lost love, you know, um, except those lucky enough to, you know, grow up next door to the girl they married since they were kids. So, you know, we've all been at that point and, you know, he's a little battered and he's bruised and, you know, the candy and flowers that he's bringing. And, he, you know, you still get your hurt. you still everybody still gets their heart broken.
0: So you showed this to your fiance. What did she say?
1: She's the one that came up with the name, actually. Friends zone fantastic. and I looked at her like oh man, you're terrible
0: that's fantastic all right next up you pointed to this at the beginning of our interview the Chicago construction uh hey. this is oh sorry I'm getting ahead of myself
1: Chicago construction season yeah
0: so there's a, a wrong way sign of sorts uh basically it's a bunch of parts held together um which feels like Chicago during construction time there's uh, <laughs> Caution tape, there's a sawhorse, a blinking lights. Tell me what else I'm I'm seeing in here.
1: Well, uh, what it was is, um, as well as the pop art stuff that I do, I enjoy um, switching gears and and doing fluid art. So that's pouring and putting things on a Lazy Susan and spinning them. And I did those colors, um, and it came out kind of frantic. And, you know, the the painting itself, like, uh, reminded me of Anxiety. And I thought about the most time that, you know, I had anxiety and a lot of it has to do with sitting on the highway. Oh you know, God. I've worked in Bucktown for years. I live in Jefferson park. It's five miles away. And there's days that it took me an hour and a half to get home. Oh yeah. And, you know, that's why I have this, uh, you know, 90 tattoo because I spend most of my life on it.
0: Yeah. I, I, there of the things I mourn and miss from, Life before the pandemic, commuting during rush hour, not one of those things. Because yeah. I got to a point where I I couldn't even listen to music on my commutes. I had to listen to some form of spoken word because music would get me too amped. You just need get to little, get out of there, you know? Yeah. You need to you need to kind of level off a little bit when you, you just accept your fate and go quietly. Well, that. that's when I
1: would listen to your podcasts.
0: There you, you. go. <laughs> All right, so this, I, I've got to ask. This is a dog holding onto a rocket ship, blasting off past Saturn. Is this the same dog that I saw in your personal Facebook profile that, that picture? That is my
1: dog. That's my okay. dog, Curtis. He's uh, eight months old, or oh. going to be nine months old. He's a boxer. And um, boxers, uh, if you know anything uh, about uh, boxers, the breed in specific, they are they're clowns. They're goofs. And- they're absolute goofs. They're, yeah, they're clowns, and, you know, he literally plays until he can't stand and then uh, falls out and wakes up immediately if there's food or playtime. Sure. And um, basically, uh, uh, you know, everybody, uh, the funny part about this pop art that I've been doing is, you know, I like the little duality, the puns of of the words, and that's, you know, <laughs> I hate to say it, but that's Curtis's Red rocket.
0: And the the frame around this is link chains that are basically a dog collar.
1: Yeah, I, I figured. I, I, and you know, I'm not a chain up my dog person. You know, my my dog is so spoiled that, you know, I can't control him <laughs> sometimes. Um, and he's still a puppy, but you know, I kind of wanted to put something on there where you know I was toying with the idea of dog bones or milk bones or or treats or whatever, and I was kind of like. I wish I could corral him. And that's kind of where that came from. (laughs) And the name, the name of the painting is, it just means he likes you.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic. I, I, I would be lost without my dog during this pandemic.
1: Absolutely. And in this time, you know, um, we got him eight months ago. He was a puppy and, uh, my friend's family breeds them and we got him at seven weeks old and they're already, uh, boxers have separation anxiety really bad. Oh boy. So we got him during COVID. We got him as a puppy. Me and my fiance have been at home with him the entire time. So even when we go to dinner, it's like, uh, you know, we come back and he's freaking out. Like, where the hell you guys been? I thought you died. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's one of those um, ideas of, you know, you got to get your dog to stop jumping. You got to get him, you know, jumping or humping or anything in between. You know, so yeah, the chain about corralling him because he doesn't have a stop button.
0: Right, you know? of course. All right, what's this called?
1: This one is um Aurora over Alaska. So like a, I always pictured it as like an A3 or something like that. And uh my sister lives up in Alaska. Shout out to Angela. And um we had went up there. And uh, I, that's actually where I proposed. I proposed on the top of uh, the Manitotska Glacier, which is a two-million-year-old glacier as we were out on a hike. And, Show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, we got engaged, and we went to the southern part of the Kenai Peninsula where there wasn't the aurora. We, we weren't there at the right time of the year. So I did a pour. This was a fluid art one. And then I went back and embellished it so i was sad that i missed the aurora you know over alaska and it's more of a longing type situation where that's my that's my impression of what i would have gotten to see
0: well and the first thing that struck me about this just the color i mean the 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 very vibrant blues and then the, the the pinks and the purples and the the yellows and the greens in the sky i love it it's a nice balance and in the middle is the darkness and trees it's a really in snow of course in the foreground uh just a nice balance of colors all the way around
1: thank you i appreciate that and you know once again uh framing is a big part of my idea for this for this art it's uh i want it to be a total piece you know so i try to make it like driftwood and and hang it by the you know rope it looks like rope that's been out to sea with deadliest catch oh hey Bob's. Hey, Bobbers! Oh, I'm sorry, my dog just came in the garage.
0: You never, no one ever needs to apologize when their pets show up during a Zoom call. Until we we, we, that we want that to happen. We want pets to show up.
1: Well, let me see. Come here, Bob. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah,
0: like I hum- said, humans get old fast. You give us dogs. Give us cats. We're good.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, companionship is a uh, kind of a weird thing when it comes to animals because you think it's. It's kind of unnatural, but it's so loving that you have this love and bond with another species.
0: Yeah you know? It's I love it. family. Come here, boss. Oh,
1: little boy, boss. Oh Mm-mm-mm-mm. he's a little boy. He's soft. I gave him a bath yesterday.
0: Oh, you're a good owner. All right, let's keep moving on here. All right. This is this is one piece in two components.
1: Yeah. Um, so this one was another fluid art piece that I did. Um, and then I go back and embellish them because I kind of like make my pours and see what happens. And then I had two nice, um, you know, orange kind of, uh, swatches in the middle of it. Cause when you do fluid art, you're not exact, exactly sure of what is going to happen. And right. what, what came out of that one is, you know, it reminded me of, you know, sushi in LA or whatever. And, you know, you walk over the koi pond. And so I made it and irreverent as my art is, I, uh, I called this one chasing tail. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> chasing tail. I, you know, I, I can't resist a good pun. So I'm glad you're here.
1: Well, you know, um, I'm not an emotional artist. You know, there's a lot of, you know, think, uh, the impressionistic, uh, or impressionist artists and, and things like that. Um, it's not really what you're seeing as it's how you feel, how it makes you feel, what Mm -hmm. emotions does it evoke in you? You know, there's a lot of art that goes that way. I'm just trying to make cool shit. You know, uh, I, I want it to be fun. I want it to be, you know, uh, stuff for the younger generation. I'm not painting any seascapes. I'm not painting a Boston whaler, you know, off of the coast of Cape Cod or whatever. Um, and and I appreciate those things because they led me to this place, but I want to do things that are fun and whatever, and get it out of my system and send it out to the
0: world, you know? All right, so we've got two more pictures to share. This one is cool. This is, oops, this is your goth picture. Is this yeah. the, the side of a side of a grave?
1: It's or- uh, what it was is I was trying to do a sugar skull and I started this painting like a year and a half, two years ago. And I did a sugar skull and, you know, with the like day of the dead kind of feel vibe to it Mm -hmm. and it sucked and I hated it. I absolutely hated it. And it just sat there. And every time I picked it up to try to, um, you know, play with it or whatever, you know, big canvases are expensive. So you you don't just break it in over your knee and throw it away, you know, and I, I was trying to fix it, trying to fix it. And then, to be honest, the truthful story of it is that me and my fiance were kind of getting on each other's nerves a little bit, and uh, it was her fault, not mine. Clearly, um, clearly. And uh, and uh, I said, um, you know what? I popped a bottle of wine. And I said, let's go outside and Jackson Pollock up this painting. So we threw, you know, uh, the liquid paint all over it and everything. And then when it dried, it was kind of like, wow. I need to embellish all this because you know the 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 flow of it is is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I went back and embellished it and uh, kind of you know put in put in my shading and everything where it was. Well, it's still a sugar skull. You know uh, that part remained from from the original piece that I hated so much, and now this is one of the ones that I absolutely adore the most.
0: Yeah, this is a and trip. This
1: one will never be sold. You know, good. She's gonna crush it up and put it in my coffin when I die.
0: I I think it looks fantastic. All right. Last up. We have the mending of a broken heart, uh, a very mechanical process here. Explain what we're seeing.
1: Well, um, so I've painted, uh, I painted my whole life. Um, I was, uh, I enjoyed art and, uh, A quick uh, sidetrack here for a second is I had a second grade teacher and I went to Catholic school and I can't remember if she was a nun or just a teacher. Um, And I went to Catholic school and we're in second grade or whatever. And it's okay, children, it's time for art. And we're going to do art class. And we did like the Mr. Potato Head on a, you know, a white paper plate. And, I painted mine orange because, you know, people are flesh-toned or whatever, and that's the only crayon I had. But hers was, was a white paper plate. And, you know, you put your Mr. Potato Head mustache and kind of stuff on it. And I kind of went out of left field with it. And she gave me an F. And I went home, and I cried. I, I, I bawled my eyes out. And my mom was like, what's wrong? Because I had thought I created something kind of different. I was the only one in the class that had something different. And I got failed. And uh God rest my mother's soul. She went in there and she screamed at that lady <laughs> and came out as soon as she came out, was like, you make whatever you want the rest of your life. And from that, I I kind of um I no restrictions. There's no right and wrong in art. You know, it, it's Agreed. it's whatever you want to whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be. Putting uh putting your own self creations out there you know whether it's expression or food or or paintings or tattoos or music you sure. know a lot a lot of my friends are in the music business a lot of my friends are in the bar music you know business that put on whether it's you know Cobra Lounge Liars Club etc and you have to be expressive and so I do a lot of different forms of art, you know, I can do the Boston whaler, you know, seascape kind of thing. Um but I enjoy stuff and when I got back into art because of this COVID, I started painting again and I was like, you know, I had a steampunk idea and I guess I didn't I didn't know how I wanted to put out something. So basically, um the KH mending is my fiance and you know, the, the, the steampunk heart of, you know, what's going on in this world and the, you know um, everything could be very mechanical and whatever. And, but I wanted it to be kind of like steampunk fine art Mm -hmm. and um, because I haven't seen any and I'm sure it exists and I kind of look through things, but I wanted something nice. And when I gave it to her in the morning, she woke up in the morning and looked at me and looked at the painting and it's like, she didn't even know who she, she was engaged to. She, she had never seen this, you know, kind of little detail pop color stuff because I made, you know, pop art and some smears and some whatever. And to be honest, that one is the one that kind of brought me back into these um, ideas that I can go anywhere with this there is no right and wrong, you know, uh, impressionistic art or impressionist artists. They, they went with their style They went with their style. Well, you know, uh, I'm not sure, but I, I, I don't know that I've seen a Van Gogh Baroque painting, you know, and and, sorry.
0: No, no, you hit, you hit it on the head. And this is something I've talked about with a kajillion different bands. I've talked about it with aspiring and fledgling podcasters. First and foremost, you have to do you have to create art for yourself. The people who go into it the wrong way, I, I bet I can make money doing this or doing it all wrong. If well, you're not and, doing it to satisfy that, your soul, you're, you're doing it wrong.
1: And that's, a, and that's a fair point. It's almost like, uh, you know, being a chef for, for years or restaurant GM or what, whatever the, you know, job I held in the industry. Uh, one of those things is like, you know, if you make a, high, a high-end menu, you know, um, you get the customers, can you make it with no onions plus this plus that? No, it's kind of like, this is my composed dish. Yeah. And it's kind of the same with this art. Um, Like it or don't, you know, it's, it's what, what I'm putting out. You don't get to say, make me this, but can you make his eyes blue? Or, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a reproduction artist. You know, I'm i I'm here to purge you know, is a good way to say it. I need I need to get it out of me because I need to create somehow.
0: Totally get it. And I, I do have a lot of people asking me on the side, you know, how do I start a podcast? What's a good way to become successful as a podcaster? First of all, sure let, <laughs> let, let me fucking know when you find out. But second of all, really, if you're catering or, or building something based on expectations, what a weird way to go about things. If you're not driven by a passion to do it, maybe you're not doing the right thing. Maybe well, you're, you're
1: now with this COVID stuff in the restaurant business, you have to fight and scrap for every dollar. So if you make a you know a composed dish with balsamic drizzle and this and that, you don't really want to change it. You need the you need those diners' dollars now. Yeah. So you kind of have to, you know. So what when somebody asks me, hey, can you make me a painting just like that one but change this? I'll say no, but I'll make you an original one. And we can go from there. You know, I don't want to, you know, Curtis does that's only one Curtis,
0: you know? So you mentioned at the very beginning of our conversation, we met before at a concert. Forgive me. I don't remember. Where did I meet you? I don't remember either, okay. but
1: we, we have met uh, uh, maybe, you know, a few times, whether Riot Fest or, you know, Black Sabbath or something, whatever, for years and years, you know, okay. I'm, a, I'm an avid music guy. And that's one of the things that actually kind of led me to this art because, you know, I used to go to a concert at least once a week, sure. and whether it was small and live music or, you know, Guns N' Roses at Soldier Field, I, I was doing that. And and it makes me sad because I miss it so much. So I have to kind of put that hobby, you know, or or lifestyle kind of away. You know, you got to yeah. put it away for now until this stuff happens. I love that everybody's doing, you know, uh, local H or whatever, or you know, the d- drive-ins or the the stuff like that. And for me, it's kind of, uh, you know, I miss it. I was surrounded by live music all the time, and uh, it's a way to it's a way to direct that um, longing, you
0: know. Yeah, and you mentioned local H. I've been saying this, I. I I feel like Scott Lucas should start charging me uh, every time I praise him on the, on this podcast, but he's, as we talk about ways around the pandemic to me, he has been on the leading edge of how, and
1: and that's it. And other, other bands and stuff around the country have saw, have seen um, that kind of direction moving forward, how to do things now during this stuff, because I'm sure, I'm sure he's got to get it out. He's got to play. He's got to, you know, it's, it's people, People that have nurtured their creativity, you got to get it out. There's, yeah. there's you know, uh, your podcast. I, I mean, you're surrounded with art. You make original content every day. You know, um, you got to get it out. It's got to come out somehow.
0: That's it. Otherwise, I mean,
1: we end up the, you know, the uncle that wore a suit and tie to work every day for, you know, fifty years.
0: That's it. And I've said this before too. So forgive me if this sounds repetitious, but having this podcast during all this having this fixed position on my calendar every night has kept me sane like being able to do something that is creative and expressive and just my thing and i
1: agree i agree because it was you know when the pandemic first hit and i got the you know the kind of uh you know when your phone gives you the giant alert and it says all restaurants shut down i i was legit immediately sad And I didn't know how to help or what to do. So I started putting out like meals for anybody that needed it. Um, You know, probably the first three months of the pandemic, um, I was making, you know, uh, whatever, a different meal, whether it's fried chicken or Korean food or whatever. And I said to all my friends and family in the restaurant business, you know, whoever needs it, come pick it up because we're stuck and we're all in this together and the industry is never going to be the same. And it did it can help me keep my sanity because I had to create and, you know, um, now we're further along. I obviously couldn't, you know, afford, or, you know, the craziness of cooking every day to, you know, give it away. Uh, um, I'm not a soup kitchen, but I probably need one pretty soon. So.
0: So as we look at the, these pieces of art that you have made and you're continuing to create, you have an Instagram set up. It is odd kid art, O D D K I D A R T on Instagram. If someone sees something or has seen something in tonight's podcast or goes to Odd Kid Art and says, oh, man, I'd love that for my my jungle room, that's an Elvis reference, uh, what would they need to do? Uh, go to oddkidart
1: at Instagram.com um, or oddkidart at Facebook. Um, also, I'll have a website. I've been tooling with it all week, and it's oddkidart.com but I'm not happy with where it's at. So I still have to morph and create it more. It should be up in the next day or two.
0: Building a website.
1: As, as everything's for sale because this is, you know, now my new job, I guess, for the time being is to, you know, make cool shit for money. Um, yeah. I, uh, I like to talk to people and figure out something about them and then do my take on it, you know,
0: like you did for me. And, uh,
1: basically I, I was calling this, uh, there was, you know, Toying around with, you know, garage art or a way to kind of get it together. And, you know, we're all the we're all the odd kids. You know, we're all um, everybody's an outsider to some aspect, you know, whether it's, you know, the weird kid at the lunchroom table in high school or whatever. I mean, it's uh, and I like the tagline that I came up with was art for the uneven, you know, Uh, or I'm sorry, odd art for the uneven.
0: Perfect. Perfect. I love what you're doing. I love that you kind of found a a new way to express yourself in a cool way. And obviously you have a a genuine knack and and aptitude and the the stuff you're putting on canvas. And I'm a little surprised. (laughs) That's great though. And again, I'm going to hold this up one more time because I I really do think it's fantastic. (laughs) Mike check engine.
1: The name, the name was on the nose, too, and I was, I was literally on my way to drop it off to you, and I was like, shit, it doesn't have a name. And I was like, well, oh, it's a check engine light, and then it just kind of dawned on me, and it was Mike Check Engine, you know, and it's kind of directly on the nose. You know?
0: I love it. All right, so Odd Kid Art on Instagram, on Facebook, website, almost near a point of completion. Thanks for letting us walk through your garage, at least through JPEGs. Tonight on the podcast, and
1: save our stages, you know, and save our restaurants and bars and hair salons and tattoo studios. Um, I don't know how this is gonna go, and I'm hopeful. And uh, someday it's gonna rubber band back very big, so
0: it is. And it, one on that note, we were talking at the beginning of this episode about my birthday. I'm not one of those people who does the fundraisers. I, I hate that. I mean, respectfully, I hate that stuff because I, I just, it's yeah. not for me. But if you're one of those people who's inclined to support people on those uh, initiatives for people's birthdays, support local businesses, yeah, go to like, local restaurants.
1: Birthdays are a great thing. You know, there's there's not many days a year where you can actually get, you know, affirmed and, and have the well wishes and have the... People look at you, you know, they might not say it 364 days a year, but then on your birthday, they say, hey, I love you or I like you or I appreciate that you exist in this world. So yeah. you should you wrap your head around birthdays because uh, people
0: appreciate you. Fair enough. Thank you. But yeah, if you are so inclined, support local restaurants, do carry out, take some stuff home. Uh, Bandcamp Day, one more is happening, I think, a week from today where all the artists get 100% of the proceeds of sales on Bandcamp. Just support our local arts community, our local service community. Uh, They need it, and we benefit because they put out cool shit and great shit. So, uh, George, thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you, JBL.